Welcome to Saving Us, where we discuss relationships in marriage, family, and beyond. Relationships are hard work and should be a priority. These discussions are here to help you navigate the waters of insecurity and frustration and hopefully guide you to a place of peaceful fulfillment in your own relationships. Welcome to this episode of Saving Us. If you enjoy our podcast, we encourage you to like us on YouTube like. and subscribe so that we can be known all around <laughs> the world. Yes. Because that is the goal. <laughs> Why do you want to be known all around the world? I don't. <laughs> you don't? You no. just said yes. No, it was for you. I was, I was saying you could be known all around the world. I'm just helping you. He's just following my lead. Yes. <laughs> Ladies, see the power you have? <laughs> All you got to do is say, come on. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Your man be like, yes. <laughs> Lord, <have mercy. laughs> In this episode today, we're talking about family missions and purpose statements. Is it important for you as a family to have a mission or a purpose statement? Mm-hmm. So what is your thought on that, Brother Michael, right. Pastor, Right Reverend, my dearest Carter? So what is my thought on what? If you're if a person when they have a family, if that family should have a mission statement or a purpose a purpose statement. Oh, I think it's good that you have a mission statement or mm-hmm. a purpose statement. Not just for your marriage, but for your whole family. Yeah, I think that's good. For your whole family. Mm-hmm. So so who do you think bears the responsibility of creating and declaring that statement. I think I don't think one person does. I okay. think it's up to the both the dad and mom. But okay. of course, I'm a little old school in that um, I think it's primarily on the dad or the husband to um, initiate that. You know, pray about that and uh, initiate that conversation to talk about what. You know, what? why are we here beyond cuddling and loving each other and those type of things? Mm-hmm. So, so you think the dad bears the responsibility of it? Not that nobody else has a say, but, he sh- but that the man should come into the marriage with an idea or if he doesn't come into the marriage af- after getting married, should um, form an idea of... What now? When we say mission or purpose statement, are we saying what we want our family to look like, or what goal we want our family to achieve, or what we want our family to represent? What do you? Yeah, I think I think all of those things. I think what we what we want our family to look like. um, Not that you have to look like something to somebody else. I mean, we're not uh, any family shouldn't be um, there to impress others. You know, I don't think that, but what you want to look like to yourself. When you see your family, what do you want to see? You know, mm-hmm. um, I, so I think, yeah, that should be one. And then what are you here to do? Um, and, and that's probably a very general thing. I mean, because each person in the family also has their own purpose mm-hmm. and their own individuality. I mean, you're, you know, you're going to school to be a doctor, not a medical doctor. No, no. But some kind of different doctor. I don't know which kind of doctor, but. 
You're going to school to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. To be called <laughs> yeah. Dr. Carter. To be, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to be called Dr. Carter. So, And you have a specific path and purpose, and as do I. And, of course, our kids are in, two of them are in college and, you know, going their directions. And we have one who's going a, another direction. Mm-hmm. So everybody, of course, has their own purpose and they're individuals. I know that. Mm-hmm. But when we're together, there should be some thread that ties us together as a family mm-hmm. a positive thread not right. you know every time they get together they argue and that's right. that's their you know that's that's what that's their signal or what that signifies <laughs> them their signature <laughs> yeah their signature yeah it shouldn't be that <laughs> but um yeah just kind of what you represent like your values and that starts with the parents yeah t- together okay okay you know like what are our values and that's not to say that you know kids grow up and they're their own people. Right. We we know that. So they I'm not saying their own values. yes that they they do create their own values. It's mm-hmm. not that this is going to stick with them forever, but mm-hmm. some kind of foundation. I mean, I feel like when your kids are young, they don't know. You can't just say uh, we just want to let them do whatever they do so they can be them and find out what they want to do. Mm-hmm. I I understand why people say that to an extent, but not at an early age. You have to guide them, you know, or you have to present things to them. You know, like you taught all of our kids, they all took piano lessons from you. Yeah. They all, you know, not all of them play piano, but you just present all of these opportunities to them and kind of help them along their way. And I think it should be that way with values too. Mm-hmm. You know, what are your quote unquote, even though I hate this word, but what are your religious values? What are your um, political values, social values? What's your view on finance? And I mean, should you save money? Should you invest? Should you do both? What, you know, what kind of... You know, I think all those things play a part to me in shaping what your family unit would look like. That's that's to me. All right. So with all that said, what was your concept of marriage before you got married? Well, I'll say before you got married to me. What was your? Well, I don't know. I'm kind of probably a bad example. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because I really didn't. I mean, I grew up thinking I would be married. Yeah. But to me, it was just a second. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't like I was thinking, should I get married or not? I just assumed I would be. Okay. And I didn't even give it a second thought. I mean, it was no thinking about it. I just, I didn't know to who. I didn't have a specific person or right. look, anything in mind. Right. I just figured married and with kids and. That's just what it is. Working and, yep, that's it. That's just life. That's just, <laughs> just life. That's the way it's Well, I think, of, I think most yeah, people I, who are married probably that's it I mean you know those especially those who thought about marriage as young people you know and growing up they probably just thought yeah I'm gonna get married and have some kids and you know just live just live life mm-hmm. um so even after your first marriage you, that was still you still didn't think deeper in, well about it. I just only from mistakes standpoint yeah, I did, but not not like mission and value and all that. Mm-hmm. Not till after we got married, I didn't even, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, see, I'm the opposite because mm-hmm. I didn't think I wanted to be married all the way up until probably till I met you. To be quite honest, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I didn't I didn't put an I should say this I didn't put an emphasis on being married. Mm-hmm. Not I uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't put an emphasis on it, and I it wasn't something I was seeking after uh, before I met you. So, to me, there had to be a reason why, Rosa. 
I ain't see no point in really doing it. Right. There had to be a reason for <laughs> yeah. getting married. Yeah, okay. there had to be a reason, like some kind of mission, some kind of purpose. And really, my purpose was just, I felt like it was something I was supposed to do. Like it was God ordained. Like God, that was something he wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, Lord, if he asks, I'll say yes. But if he doesn't, I'm not pushing it. <laughs> 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 that was my specific conversation with God. Okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah, if he, if he asks, I'll say yes, because I'm believing that's what you want if he asks. But if he doesn't, then I'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that for me, that was my, really, that was my whole concept. Now, of course, I had expectations of a husband because I grew up with a dad who was in the home. So I had expectations of a husband work, going to work every day, and, right. uh, providing and washing the car and, you know, doing, doing, <laughs> cutting the grass, doing stuff like that, that yeah. I saw my, saw my father do. Your dad do. Yeah. So I had those kinds of expectations, but I don't think I had a concept of marriage beyond that, you know, about outside of different roles, I mm-hmm. guess we would play in the marriage, but, um, growing and maturing, especially in the word of God, I believe in you correct me on this and you guys send in your views and opinions too, because Hey, I could be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, marriage is a representation of our relationship with Christ, right? Mm -hmm. So we're the bride of Christ, right? So the earthly marriage is a physical manifestation of our spiritual relationship with Christ. Yes, I agree. So what is the purpose of us being the bride of Christ? I'm asking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that's a multifaceted purpose. I think our our marriages Uh are one piece of that, that representation. Okay. So what? But okay. So what well, is, I mean, in a very general term, it's really relationship, right? I mean, that's why God created us. Yeah. And that, and then that whole um, imagery of the church or us as people mm-hmm. who are Christians, being the bride of Christ, mm-hmm. all represents relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that's the that's what it boils down to. Out of all the stuff in life, all the things you can do, how much money you can save, four hundred one k's, and then church speak uh you know healings and deliverance and going to church and doing good things and church services and singing and all that stuff to me uh is nothing without relationship and so that's why i think that imagery is so powerful of the bride of christ Mm -hmm. uh, us being the bride of christ is that there's no closer relationship you know Mm-hmm. There is no closer relationship than a husband and a wife have, right? Just like we should have with um, Jesus Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with God. So that mm-hmm. it shouldn't be. I, I think there's a problem, but that's probably for another podcast. You think there? If, if there's a more, if there's a closer relationship in your life than your husband or your wife, then he's got some more work to do. Uh-huh. And most of us do. And just, <laughs> just like if there's a closer relationship that you have. Than you have with Jesus Christ, so, uh, something outside of Jesus, yeah. then there's a problem, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a problem. Okay, okay. So the, yeah, so that's what I've learned through the years that that the, the marriage, uh, the earthly marriage union represents the marriage union between the body of Christ mm-hmm. and and uh, and Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Christ. So, so the reason, so the purpose for us, the purpose for Jesus having a bride is to glorify him, right? What is the purpose for Jesus having a bride? The purpose for Jesus. I mean, for us to have relationship with him. Is yeah, I think that's the to me that's the main thing. Just just relationship, just that's it. Not not, not nothing. Well, I'm not saying that's it, but that's oh. the main thing. <laughs> over everything else. Over everything. Over else. Over glorifying him. I I think okay. that's. I, I'm not trying to get in. The, see, we're doing the church podcast now. No, we're not doing oh, relationship. But. No, this is relationship. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Because it's well, because we have to bring it back to then why get married. Yeah. Right, because because this is what I'm thinking. I'm kind of just thinking out loud. I mean, not really. <laughs> haven't processed just <laughs> just thoughts going through my mind. Right. Um. Because we can have relationship without being married. Yeah. And we can be really really close. And we could live together. And we could be physically intimate, emotionally intimate, intellectually intimate. We can have kids. We don't have to be married. But okay. So so okay. So that's why. I'm, so my question is. Then why get married? Because I don't think you have a relationship. See, I think there's a that's a you people say that we have a relationship. No, you don't. You don't. You say that, but you don't really understand the definition of relationship as it relates to what you're talking about biblically. Okay. Now, you can give Webster's definition and call it a relationship, but it's not. A relationship is intimacy. It's something that you can't have with just having kids and and having sex and all of those things. You know, the Bible, if we see this is what I'm saying, we're going there now. So we, we is a church podcast now, but we're going to inter, intertwine it. But the Bible says a man leaves his mother and father and cleaves to his wife and they become one. Mm -hmm. There can be no closer relationship than right. that. So that has they didn't say anything about having kids or having sex or living together. That's something different. That's something a lot higher than those things. So you don't have relationship to me if you live, if you just have kids and live together and all that. You call it relationship. You might call it relationship on, on, with Webster, but okay. It ain't. I, so if you leave your father and your mother and you cleave, cleave. Okay, so are you one? So what does that mean then? That becoming mean, one. That's not living together. That's that's something. That's something that's spiritual. Okay. 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 So it's something that's spiritual. Well, what? What causes that spiritual? Does going before a justice of the peace or going before a pastor and saying I do and putting a ring on your finger, does that make you spiritually one? Well, I mean, what are we talking about? Are we talking about the Bible? <laughs> We're talking about life. I mean, you know, are we talking right. about being married or not being married and the importance of being married or not? Or, the, or does it make it, or is it important? You know? Right. Well, yes. So in, in light of what? In light of society. Okay. In light, yeah. So in light of society, um, yeah, it's just a piece of paper. Okay. In light of society, you're, uh, you could get married or you could not get married. And it's, it's cool because you're together doing the same thing. Right. And it's just a piece of paper. Okay. But you're talking about with a Christian frame yes. of reference. Yes. You open the door, counselor, for that. So we can we can go down that road. Okay. So with a Christian frame of reference, um, no, uh, going before a, a pastor or a justice of the peace is just really a pronunciation. It's kind of like being baptized in water. Being baptized in water doesn't make you saved. Right. You know, it's it's the spiritual thing that's behind that. That's just an outward show of an inward change. And I think that's the way a marriage wedding ceremony is too. 
Okay. It's an outward show of inward change. Okay. That's what I believe. So if okay. You look at it so really, spiritually, you're married before you're married. If, yes. if the ceremony is an, an outward sign. When we got married, yes. Pastor Phil Amendola, I was in the room with him yes. when he signed the paper. Yes. And then um, he, we had a conversation. He said, you're already married. He said, we're going to go do a ceremony, but you're, you two are already married. Oh, did he say that to yes. you? Yes, that's what he told me. Well, I wish somebody would have told me. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nobody told me that. But when you, when you do the ceremony, you, you make that uh, pronunciation Mm. pronouncement mm. before witnesses and as you well know the purpose of that is so that you're not in it alone that there are witnesses on both sides that saw you make the pronouncement and really the wedding ceremony is not what you think it is today not what we've made it to be the way it started out to be was that the wedding ceremony was two families coming together and the families agreeing to help this couple no matter what Stay together through the hard times, celebrate with them through the good times. It wasn't just, oh, I'm going to the wedding to see what people are wearing and to watch them so I can cry and then I'll never talk to them again in life. That wasn't what it originally was meant to be. So it was an agreement between two families to help support this union. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's a lot deeper, I think, than what people say. Mm -hmm. um, if you're looking at it in light of that, but if you're looking at it in light of society, that's, you know, it's a piece of paper. So if you're living together, it doesn't matter. If you live together or you get married, have the piece of paper or you don't. Mm -hmm. So do you think that you can be married? <clears throat> this is, you might be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> do you think you can be married without being, without having a Christian worldview of it? Okay. So do you think that when you are in a relationship, a committed relationship to one person, and you've said that you are going to be with them for, for the rest of your lives till death do your part, you've just said that you are that that constitutes a marriage, even before the ceremony. Right. From a Christian perspective. But if you're not Christian, but you've made that promise to someone. Right. Do you consider that they are married? Well, this is kind of dangerous. Okay. Um, yes, I, I would say I do consider that they're married. Okay. But here's what you have to take into account. And we're talking about Christian now. We're talking right. about Christian versus uh, just a different societal worldview. Mm -hmm. If you're looking at a Christian worldview, then you, if you're a Christian, then you have to go by the Bible. Correct. You can't just say you're a Christian. Right. I'm a Christian person because you do good things. No, if you're a Christian, you follow the Bible. Right. So if you don't read the Bible, then you need to question if you're a Christian. Right. All right. So having said that, <laughs> the Bible says mm -hmm. what God has brought together, right. let no man put asunder. Right. Or let no one tear apart. Right. Here's the way I... Look at the Bible, and you can correct me if I'm wrong as well. You guys, you can correct me. When God says something in the Bible, you also look at what he didn't say. Right? Take it, yeah. I mean, you just have to take all of that, you know, and just do And If you're going to do exactly what he says, then you have to do exactly that. Because yes. he didn't say this. So you can't say, well, no, he said this. All mm -hmm. right. So what God has brought together, let no one tear apart or no one can tear apart. Mm -hmm. 
every union God didn't bring together. True. So if God didn't bring it together, then something can tear it apart. Okay. And it's not godly. Okay. So I don't know <laughs> if somebody's really married. If they don't, I mean, they are married. They're legally married. And I think they can be blessed. I think you can, um, if you make that pronouncement, I think you can absolutely um, get a revelation of it, you know, because mm-hmm. God always takes us from where we are. Mm-hmm. So even if you made a mistake and you stumble, it's just like having kids. Mm-hmm. Having kids, you're not married and you had children. Yeah. And all of a sudden you become a Christian. Now, if you don't become a Christian, that's something different. That's You have a different worldview. Okay, that's fine. But we're talking about if you become a Christian, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you read that really you should be married, right, to do that. Otherwise, it's a little word we like to call in Christianity fornication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's having sex, not being married. And it's against the Bible. Mm-hmm. So if you so if you become a Christian and you realize that, all of a sudden it's like, oh, no. So now what should I do with this baby? Well, you ain't going to get rid of the baby. Right? right? No. God already knew you was going to do whatever you did, you know. So, he, so you start from there. So I think that, so that's why I say it's kind of a iffy question. I don't say iffy question, but I mean, I don't think there's a hard answer in that. Yes, you are. Or no, you aren't. I think if you get a revelation at some point and you say, we want to do this, our marriage, the godly way, mm-hmm. then God will take you from there. No matter how long you've been married. You could have been married 10 years. Mm-hmm. And You, you know, mean you could have been together 10 years? Well, I'm saying married, had a wedding ceremony. Oh. Been married, like what you said. You you said these words, but you weren't a Christian or you didn't have a Christian worldview of it. Yeah. And you were or, or you just together. Or together. Yeah. Either way. You didn't have you didn't have a wedding per se, but you but yeah, you, you with together, that person. Yeah. And then now you common law married. Right. <laughs> so you, you whatever. And if you you just start from here. You start from here. Mm. Which I think is a whole nother thing as well. <laughs> I think with a lot of things in life, whatever it is, I don't even talk about religion, just whatever it is, you start from today. Mm. What happened yesterday, you can't do nothing about. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so in your opinion, oh, if Lord. you were <laughs> if you are together but you haven't had a wedding ceremony and and you don't it's not that's not important to you, um, then in your opinion, then you are not in real relationship. Well, I think if you um, see, when did wedding ceremonies come about? Oh, see, that's a question. Because <laughs> you know, Abraham and Sarah got didn't together. have a wedding, they didn't they? Wedding. Adam they, and Eve didn't just, have a wedding, but that's guess, right. They just knew that. each other. Then right. they was considered yeah, right. That's it. But I'm, but I'm, but Adam and uh, not Adam. What's it, what did I just say? Abraham, Abraham, Abraham and Sarah, or Abram and Sarai. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining that they somehow committed to each other before God. So that's what okay. it is. That's what I'm saying. And the wedding ceremony is beautiful. And mm-hmm. I think we should have it because mm-hmm. you have the witnesses and all that. Mm-hmm. But God never required that. It never, okay. Nowhere in the Bible does it say you have to have a wedding ceremony right. with witnesses. Right. I don't think it's bad. I think it's actually good because it's a help. Yes, because There's it holds you accountable. It holds you accountable. Yeah. Right. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, if you... I mean, if we just gonna get right down to it, right. make some comments if you feel differently. But, but the Bible, I, I don't see that in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So okay, so you, so biblically speaking, you can be committed to one person and not mess around and 
and you know be with that person and be considered married now we're here in america if you don't have that ceremony and you, or go to the justice of the peace or something you know and fill out those papers then of course you have some laws that apply to you and some that don't you know because mm. you're not what we call legally married right but you can be spiritually or yeah i guess that would be the same spiritually married or connected to a person yeah but th- but that all depends do you believe in god you gonna be connected spiritually in some by some well, spirit. Yes, <laughs> it may not be the Holy Spirit, <laughs> but y'all gonna be connected spiritually. <laughs> yes. yes, you will be, but it won't be a godly marriage if you didn't commit before God. Because another scripture, if we just look, you open the Go door ahead. now, so we're just gonna talk about scripture. Mm-hmm. It says a threefold cord is not easily broken. Right, and we use that reference to marriage. Yeah. So, but that's not what is. That's not the reference. Maybe not. The biblical reference is not talking my, about marriage. I don't. Think. I don't have my Bible right in front of me, so you got I this. Have to see. Look it up. Yeah. Come on, look that. it up. I got another thing to do. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody look up threefold cords not easily broken. Y'all know. Y'all know oh, what Lord. it is. So he gonna look it up. We got to get the reference oh, right. right. now. we can't just be spouting out well, stuff do and another, don't have it backed up. I got to do a service in twenty minutes. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah, hurry up. Threefold cord. All right. Okay. What's it say? It's Ecclesiastes. Oh, that's a wisdom book. That's a wisdom book. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone when he falls, for he has not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. So you could, I mean, you could use that for people in battle, people in business, or people in relationships and, you know, marriage relationships, really any kind of relationship. Working together is better than being, being alone. alone. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And if you got three, that's even better. <laughs> Basically, is what that's saying. Yes. <laughs> and if you got three, that's even better. So our third is the Holy Spirit uh, helping us and helping other Christians in their marriages. Is that cord that gets, that helps us not to be easily broken. broken yes. Okay. All right. All right. So we have said the significance of marriage is for displaying relationship that is similar to the relationship that the body of Christ has with the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Agreed? Mm-mm. Yes. <laughs> you trying to hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what is our purpose in mm. our mission as a family? Well, you have said what? But I have said, but you just said that it's the man's job to... Uh, yeah. Have it. Yeah. So I'm asking you. <laughs> so you be talking about you have said. Yes, you, we have we've talked about this already. <laughs> okay. Well, what did I say? You tell me. What did you say? Sir, you're supposed to say it. Oh my goodness. Why? Because you're the guy. You just I you just the guy had to say it. You just said, I said well, 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 okay, well, what okay, well, well what is it? But then? it's not just one person. You have to do it together. <laughs> what did we say together? <laughs> what did you just say? Because he don't know. 
Yes, I so do. Yes, that. I do. We, hold, we got a whole bunch of divorce and mess <laughs> in both our families. People all apart. People <laughs> crazy, acting fools. And so we came together to be an example, especially to our family, mm-hmm. and to help be, you know, sort of a glue. Uh, and that shows that through diversity, I mean, not diversity. <laughs> adversity. Yes, adversity. And diversity. We are diverse, too. <laughs> and diversity. <laughs> Uh, that you know, a threefold cord is not easily broken. Yeah. So for that example, to our family, is part of it. Girls, you see how I did that? You see how I did? What? I was like, he don't know. He don't know. He he stepped up. <laughs> and he went ahead and said Lord, it. But that is true, though. <laughs> we have a lot of divorce on both sides of our families from our ancestors, um, and so we just wanted to. Be an example that you can stay together and, you know, just go through life loving loving each other and loving God and, and living for God and doing what it takes to hopefully raise <laughs> raise kids the way they should go, we hope. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> these kids, these kids. We're doing our best anyway. We're doing our best. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I we so I believe mm-hmm. that every family should have a, a mission, right. some sort that of mission. You you are right, we, and some yeah. sort of purpose statement. So all of you singles out there, start thinking about that. If marriage is one of your uh, goals you want to accomplish, start thinking about why you want to be married. Yes, besides having sex, yeah. and besides whatever. Yeah, yeah. Outside of um, just having physical companionship, outside of just having children, because remember, your children grow up and move on, and hopefully, you'll still be married after they do that. Yes, so, hopefully, um, you have to. You need to be solid in why you want to get married in the first place, and it's, so it's not surface, surface level, right? Uh, surface level reason. But that's our take on having a mission in your mm-hmm. marriage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to hear more about that, or have. Um, your want to give your opinion or, or more about that you want to explore just let us know in the comments and we'll uh, do our best to converse with you the best way we can through this uh, medium yes <laughs> all right if you enjoyed what you heard remember to hit that like button yes and please. subscribe share us with a friend and that is our take on saving us thank you for watching bye Welcome to Saving Us, where we discuss relationships in marriage, family, and beyond. Relationships are hard work and should be a priority. These discussions are here to help you navigate the waters of insecurity and frustration and hopefully guide you to a place of peaceful fulfillment in your own relationships.